Praise God. I know that's right. No matter how hard it gets. Thanks for calling home for me. We haven't finished yet. There's so much of life ahead. We've got so much to do. Twin. Where have you been? We're back. And we're in a set. And we look good. Hey, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> I love this chair. It's actually a very good chair. Who picked the chairs? Hmm. I think I picked the chairs. Anyways, happy <laughs> Black History Month to everyone. I hope you like our set. We're so excited to be with you live and in color. Woo, woo. I feel like we have some explaining to do. You know, because it took us a minute to come back. Like Christmas, New Year's break turned into we wanted Black History Month to ourselves. You know? That's not necessarily the case, but we had to build out the set. We wanted to make sure when we came back to you, we were ready to come in full effect. We still need to put some tools on our tool wall, but, you know, this is it. How y'all like the set? How's it? It's bright. It is And bright. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sets a mood. It does. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I felt excited when I came here. Yeah. Likewise. Mm-hmm. He hates it. <laughs> it's not the case. He hates it because it's not black. <sighs> and there's nothing in his corner that is black. He's pissed. Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of black in here for sure, mm-hmm. but no, but it's yeah, we're here. Oh. And it felt like that was your one thing when we asked you like what you wanted or your favorite color. You did say black, right? No worries, we're here. And I'm queer. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I be wanting so bad to say that whenever I say we're here, and I just it just flows, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives a little vibe. Love mm-hmm. that for you guys. <laughs> Very much. You guys. <laughs> Very much that. So. So, maintenance check. Maintenance check. I thought you should give like a Beyonce situation, like a like a stand and like a little, no? I wish I could, but today, I don't know what happened, but I actually look very deflated. Okay. It's not oh. giving me enough right. rounds it's of a underwhelming thing. if you was to give like a situation. No, I get that. Mm-hmm. A situation, sorry. The people like to know what we're talking about. I- <laughs> <laughs> so, viewers at home... He was at home. <clears throat> I, it is my time for shine. The time for shine. Boop, boop, boop. I am with Chad. Okay. One thing Obio is going to do is appropriate. You said what? Continue. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. It was really good. Thank I'm going to hold you. His, I played soccer growing up. Obio's Caribbean has been very like. I played soccer growing up. I keep telling y'all, I play around with the Caribbean very people. Good. Africans. He said, with a blood clot the other day, and I was like. <laughs> Well, Give me some well love. stop up. playing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm with child. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm holding a human, mm-hmm. and um, we'll get into all the tea of that because it is it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where to to begin on it because I want y'all to also do y'all maintenance check. So do we? Do uh, I get? Are in? you saying yours is gonna be a little lengthy, and so you should go? I feel like mine gonna be lengthy too. So I'll just. All right. Well, let's length it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it all started when. It all started. <laughs> um. So I got pregnant last year, and I was not expect. Not only was I not expecting to get pregnant, I was expecting to not be pregnant for a very long time. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was very adamant on. This year, I'm really going to be focusing on myself, getting my body back, doing the things. You know, being free of mm-hmm. small people needing me at every second. Yeah. And so when Thanksgiving comes around and my period does not, yeah, I was very confused. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I found out, confirmed everything, I was devastated. 
I was devastated. I was not very happy um, because I just wasn't in the, the mindset of going, my baby is one, mm-hmm. about to be two this year. So it's like you already got through the part of, okay, she can sit at a table and low-key feed herself now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little independence happening here. And it's like, and I'm potty training her now too. So it's like, oh, so okay. now we're going to never stop buying diapers ever. Aww. Formula, again, formula is very expensive. I don't know if you guys know about this, but formula is so expensive that they're literally not putting them out in most stores because people are stealing formula because that's how expensive. We had a formula shortage also last year, so that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Breastfeeding, mm-hmm. they only give you two breasts and the children <laughs> want to eat all the time. Please. So it's just... <laughs> don't piss me off. <laughs> They only give you two breasts. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it is, actually. Mm-hmm. So mentally, just me getting ready for that process, it really put me in a little bit of a funk. Like, I don't want to call it a depression, but I started feeling like, okay, maybe it's just time to wrap up these dreams. Mm-hmm. We'll put them in the attic. And at 36, we'll come back to it. Ooh. Like, it really started feeling like there's no room for me mm-hmm. anymore because here we are again. Um, but after many much-needed talks with friends, many much needed um, sermons, and just really being honest with myself and saying, you know, you're it's a gift or a reason, it's a talent for a reason. If you were given this thing, you're just gonna need to figure it out, babe. Mm. You're just gonna need to figure it out. And so things have been better, I'm a lot happier, um, and I'm excited for whatever is in here, mm. you know, to change my life in the way that all my kids, all my, all my kids is crazy. But appropriate. <laughs> Factual and correct. <laughs> Astute. In the way that both of my kids have really, really changed my life. So it's 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 gonna be fun. I feel like being a guy who hears women talk about um unplanned or surprise pregnancies, I'm always like, how like wh- like what so when you in your mind, right? I want to not be a new mommy again for a little while. Mm-hmm. So how did, how did, what, what, what happened in between? I'm irresponsible and stupid. Okay. <laughs> if that is what you're looking for. I was so out here living on a wing and a prayer and the wing fell off and the prayer fell through. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what would you say to like younger girls who are kind of, like, I guess, like also not whatever. Is there any like legitimate things? No, legit. Like I know that I'm on here like he can and having a good time yeah. and things are cool for me. Um, but no, legit, having a child is a life-changing experience and it does not end. Like really get on birth control. Like I'm not like mm-hmm. playing around with that. And when I say get on birth control, I mean get on birth control if you are with someone you're young and you don't know that person for real. Mm-hmm. And when I say you don't know that person for real, like you can spend every day with someone for years at a time and still not fully understand the gravity of them. That's real. Pay attention to the seasons of how long you know them. Mm. That's what's important. It's not, I don't know, I don't care if you've been with this person for five years. If you've been with them for five years and they kind of in the same season, same kind of job, same kind of financial situation, same kind of friends around, nothing's changed you really don't wait till the money get different wait till some of the friends kind of start doing their things wait till you become a little bit different and your seasons change and that begins to affect them then you can kind of get give some inventory of like okay i kind of see how you are here and there and 
Because a lot of these things, it's not just having a baby. It's having a baby with a person. Yeah. And it's having a baby with a person who has a family and getting to know that family and their friends and the people associated with them and so on and so forth. So I think baby making is one of those things that you don't want it to be unplanned. You don't want to be unprepared for it. So get on birth control. And also, for, for several reasons, let's maybe stop having unprotected sex with these men that, that don't really like us. It I'm just saying. It was the maybe you squeezing. Let's maybe, because yeah. I don't want to judge anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I was coming back around to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to judge anybody. Yeah, no, I get it. But I'm saying that, I, in my opinion, having unprotected sex with people who don't really like you, like maybe they don't have your best interests at heart maybe they don't really care enough to tell you what they have going on or if and if you do get pregnant are, are maybe not going to be there so like maybe let's use a condom and i want to third that motion by saying even with the absence of those two things i get when we fall in love condoms how do you spell that you know that's that's, <laughs> that's often what happens in a lot of relationships but I don't care when nobody tells you there's still a level of self-control that is available to everyone who participates in sex. Absolutely. To be able to exert that self-control to make this result less possible. It's not to say that it, it is a thing that will work 100% of the time. Yes, I do encourage you to use protection. Yes, I do encourage women who, I mean, when, and birth control is helpful for a whole slew of reasons, not just not trying to get pregnant, Correct. but also like, I don't care what nobody say. Like, I don't care what no now niggas say about, oh, I was just, uh, no, <laughs> we need to be in clear communication all the time. You do not have permission to do certain things without my consent. Like right. that is also part of the sexual health conversation mm -hmm. that I think we're missing. And I think a lot of people like to treat sex. We learned a lot about this when the conversation of consent became more popular because people like to act like sex isn't a place where you can have those conversations or once you get into the grounds of sex, it's just like free reign and you should just right. be feeling and going with the flow. And if you say anything or the lights are on, if this, if the music isn't a certain kind of way, it messes up the feng shui. No, if you wanted to, if you would, if they wanted to, they would, if she wanted to, she would. And not just, that that sentiment doesn't just go with gifting you things or doing things for you in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to respect you, they would. Um, so yeah, but you also got to respect yourself. So yes, I do think always it is a conversation between two people, but the communication piece has to be something we talk about more. Um, even when people talk about, you know, I was drunk and I didn't know. And I, I've been drunk several times. I know exactly what I'm doing at all times. Even Absolutely. when I'm on my ass and I might not be able to do too much, I know exactly what the hell going on. Okay. I Maybe that's just me. People do blackout. Yeah. People do blackout. I'm just saying you would not do things in any level of inebriation or excitement that you wouldn't already do that in your right mind. You. I yeah. agree. Mm -hmm. Those are my thoughts on the subject. I just also wanted to add to that, that if you're having sex with someone, you should be able to ask them anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I think mm -hmm. that sometimes that isn't, we're not made to feel comfortable enough with that. But if you are intimate with someone, because that's what that is, sex is intimacy. If you're intimate with someone, that intimacy should not be limited to the physical experience. Mm -hmm. That intimacy should extend to having conversations, hey, so I like this or I don't like this. I'm ready for this or I'm not ready for this. I'd like this to lead to the, like, 
there should be that space. I feel like our generation really drops the ball with that because a lot of us are more intimate emotionally with our friends than we are mm-hmm. with the people that we're having sex with. And and that's a big problem. That's so, right. yeah. Well. Yeah. So that's my tea time. Okay. <laughs> that's what's going on with me. Okay. Yeah. What's going on with y'all? Well, my short, so um, I'm I'm good. <laughs> it's your turn not to piss us off. Um, no, uh, how has life been? Life's been good. I'm in therapy. Therapy has been literally mm. amazing. Mm. Um, I've learned that I have a difficulty with boundaries, which was weird to me because I don't think of that when I think of myself. But basically, if I don't think a person will understand it, I don't feel comfortable communicating it. Mm. And I often feel like I will either be guilted for their confusion or be like, in, at the risk of using a buzzword, gaslit because of their confusion, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, I think about, I was running a scenario by her today in the session and I was like, yeah, I wanna communicate this thing to a friend, but I feel like the boundary sounds weird and mm-hmm. I'm not sure that he'll understand the boundary. So mm-hmm. I find myself regressing, I don't wanna say it. and. She was just listening to me talk, but I'm like, I don't really want to say a thing that sounds weird only to not be taken seriously or be gaslit or be mm. guilty or whatever the case may be. And I find myself not setting boundaries because of that. And then the fear of the boundary being set ends up being the reality either way. Because like, I think a lot of us feel like if I set a boundary that's too harsh or too whatever, it'll put a weird thing between our friendship and we won't be cool anymore. But if I don't set it, I'm going to start resenting you or just put pulling back. Right. So either way, the friendship is kind of going to dissipate. And I find myself in those scenarios recently. Um, also, my mom texted me. I think we've talked about my mom, my mom on this podcast enough. But mm-hmm. texted me recently, and I think it was you. I don't remember who it was, who it was but it was saying that that's a parental version of an apology, mm. even though there was no apology present, just mm. making that part clear. Mm-hmm. Um, what did she send you again? She said, um, I know how you like words, and sent me a link to a poem, like a love poem this guy wrote for mm. his girl. And mm. yeah, and, and I and I started doing my OBO thing, which was like um, create things that were not present. You know, oh she meant this, and oh she did this, and oh da 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 da, and you know. Um, but I think after coming off of my OBO ness, it was like, eh, what was present was a neglect of accountability. I'm uninterested, and I moved on with my life. And I mm. think like this season has been like heavy on the advocating for cell vibes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just cause I'm, you know, I've been for the past like shit, 10, 12 years been like working to be taken seriously in so many arenas, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. not be pretty, not be too funny, not be not funny, not, you know what I'm saying? You can control yourself all day long to try to fit and mend and be taken seriously and respected and blah, blah, blah. But I think I'm landing somewhere in the arena of if I respect myself, then like I don't have to like necessarily prove that to literally anybody, mm-hmm. like literally. But I think when you're in these systems that almost require you to show up a specific way or that kind of make you feel like there's a language in this space, there's a culture of the fashion girls, there's a culture of the beauty girls, there's a culture of the lifestyle bloggers, there's a culture at hand. And I think I found myself in that zyke, or in that space, but I'm more and more leaning in the in the space of like, I don't really care about if I want to get the thing or do the thing or have the thing or say the thing, 
that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't really have a lot more time for that. And I've been like doing way more of that in this season of my life, just because I think I've had more resources. And I will admit, I, I often say this and popular or not, I think resources do help mm-hmm. with making a lot of choices for self. Um, right. Resources give you time that most people don't have. I was literally at Waffle House before I came here. And I'm about to cry at the daggone joint. And I'm like, oh, if you crying here <laughs> at this Waffle House. Not in the Waffle House. Okay, but in my mind, you know, Waffle House is like a lot of unhoused people who are in, in and out of the space and asking for money and the things. Mm-hmm. And I was just grateful. And it hit me that like, what I've been searching for for the majority of my life has been time. Mm-hmm. And I have that now. Like most people are in the rat race of trying to have an aimless weekday and a slow morning. And most mm-hmm. citizens will never have an aimless weekday or a slow morning. It just mm-hmm. won't be a reality they have. And a lot of my weekdays be aimless. And <laughs> all the mornings be slow. <laughs> all the mornings be slow. It, you might catch me around 10 <laughs> on a good one. Like I'm talking, about a, I'm talking about like a day where I'm productive, Petunia. Like I woke up thinking I'm about to kill it 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Huh? And and that's once a week, maybe. Okay. And but again, like, how many people will never be able to say those words? Mm -hmm. We go from school, which is the this is like that weekday is uh, the things, to college, to the work world, until you die. And it's like, how grateful I am to be able to be in a position, whether current or forever, where I can have some like whatever. And I don't want to negate or take that for granted by giving too many people access to me in a way that doesn't allow how I want to live my life to be free. Because what are we talking about at this point? Like, no more metaphoric closets, no more whatever. Like, even now I'm the cursing. I was thinking so much, like, I remember I said ass in a comment. I was like, that's a pretty ass something. And someone, you know, responded to it, so we got a whole bunch of replies or whatever. And a lot of the replies there, not him cursing. <laughs> and I'm like, not me, not me cursing being a thing, like you know. But it's like, but then again, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't you think that if you have gotten this version of me that is mm-hmm. a version of me, sure? And you know, like when they said a while ago, like, I'm the most serious, unserious person I know, and that's kind of like how it goes, because like, you know, I am serious. I think life is about. I think humanity is important, and I and I spend a lot of time thinking about humanity. But I'm gonna laugh a bit about it, you know. What I'm It'd be funny, you know. And I just like again, long story long, I <laughs> am in a position now where I'm just flowing and not saying that you should feel as a listener you responsibility to flow because I have more resources now. And mm-hmm. I want to make that part clear. I think sometimes mm-hmm. we think about, oh, I'm about to go flow too, and I get why you may feel like you cannot flow right now, and that could be fair for you. I'm not trying to make anybody feel like they have to flow. But I will say that there will come a time where you have access to flowing. And when that time happens, I really hope you notice it sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us are still in pursuit of things that we already are. Mm-hmm. You know, because no one tells you. I always make the reference about shoes. No one tells you when your foot stops growing. Y'all, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you got, y'all grew up with money or not. But, you know, mm-hmm. you get the half a size too big because it's going to grow. You know? mm-hmm. and then, but no one ever tells you to stop getting half a size too big, sister. Your foot is done. <laughs> like, so I'm wearing 11 and a half, so I'm already 11, so I'm like 25. Sweetie, no one said your foot was done. And so it's like, just I hope I just, my, again, I hope you notice when it's your time for shine, then you time for shine. I love, <laughs> I had to stop myself from laughing at time for shine so that I could have my time to respond to <laughs> But I love that your level, like, because your interest in yourself is increasing, 
your di- your disinterest mm-hmm. in others is what's changing and like how they feel about you. Yeah. But I did want to say to the first thing that you said about boundaries with friends, um, do you ever feel like when you're not setting those boundaries, like when you have like when you have a friend and they have an ick? Like, it's a thing that they do that's just, like, really bothering you that it just begins to, like, sour it. Like, mm. you don't want to be in the friendship even before it gets to the point of, like, draining you. Like, does that thing ever begin to grow to a point For where sure. it's, like... For sure. I was literally telling my therapist today, I used to pride myself on not having had arguments with partners or friends mm-hmm. but I don't last long enough to even have them, mm. right? Because I think the onset of a possible argument, I'm out of here because I don't have time, mm-hmm. you know, opposed to doing the hard thing, which is... I wasn't comfortable with this. And I think I'm being fully transparent. A lot of it was me not wanting to feel soft. Mm. I think for me, I don't feel comfortable being scared or offended. Mm. I don't, I don't like vulnerable. If, if, yeah. If I'm, if I'm afraid I'm going to conquer that fear. I'm not that person. I, I need to get over this. Cause I, I, to me, I can't live with a fear. I have to get over it. So I'm gonna go fe- figure out a way to, to contest it and make it happen. And with offense, it makes me feel soft. Mm-hmm. So I just avoid that. Now fear I'll meet dead on offense. I feel like a little hoe and I'm like a little punk. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't have time. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, hey, are we still friends? We're not really that much of friends. A colleague okay. um, who used to be a friend. <laughs> who used, used to be a throw f- around that friend word a lot. And I'd be who, like, how many friends? I ain't never seen that one. Yeah, who, used to, who used to be a friend would just always say certain things, right? And I didn't want to be the sensitive one. I didn't want to be one who's always rubbed the wrong way. Mm-hmm. However, I felt like you were always taking jabs. So I'm like, but to your point, my badge was at the door. You had one more jab and I was going to be up out of <laughs> But it was unfair to him because maybe he thought that was, that was, that was comfortable in the space. Because right. no one ever told him, especially me, that I, was, I wasn't cool with it. So I'm learning mm-hmm. now, like, you can't keep not communicating things, but holding people accountable. Because it's unfair. And I wouldn't want that in return. Because I know mm-hmm. for me, I'm thinking, like, nicknames. I'm going to give you a nickname within the first two seconds i'm over yo i'm john johnny you know like i'm giving you a nickname because i want yeah. you to have one mm-hmm. it's not so close i'm like oh, yo, oh, what's up, girl? like i just wanted you to feel comfortable with me however everybody not with that mm-hmm. my name is I john to say, have you ever given me a nickname because I, I dislike a nickname a, well i mean we sim are. is a nickname sim yeah, is when, what everyone when, when the name is already nicked sim is the girl oh. that's that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we are as just because friends. I feel like that's Heard. why we never got, got a nickname. I was gonna say no. I don't like that nickname shit. So I was just like, oh, I wonder did I say that to him and he never gave me a nickname because See, of maybe that. I'm not I sure. Him, but I call you Lenizi though. Well, that's fine because that was my Instagram handle at a time. Yeah. But when people try to do like this one, Lenene and like all of that, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. Somebody, hey L. Who's that? And it's just like you do not give me. I love a letter. Feel, no, I hate a letter. What up L? I'm my L Boogie. What up L Boogie? My name does not bode well for nicknames. I remember this one guy in college walked up to me, yo, El Neezy. It's already there. I don't understand why you felt like you had to make it special. And I find it disgusting. So now you can call me Lene, you know? I just don't have a name that bodes well for nicknames. So I'm disinterested. And I don't try Nene. Same. I love nicknames. I had, they used to call me, ooh, so my brothers and my sorority sisters used to call me Asusu mm-hmm. because of my name Ashora. Oh, stop. And I thought that was so cute. That is Aww. cute. Um, I had a boy that I used to talk to, and he used to call me, um, what was it, Aurora Borealis, even though it was long. Like, you know, the the lights in this, the northern lights? Or, okay. Um, do, do you, you know yeah, what it is? Yeah, I know what it is. Oh, I was about to say, it was I don't actually know what it is. The colorful like, lights. 
that are like somewhere in the I'm north. I'm gonna send you a picture after. Okay. But yeah, like I love, I love a nickname. Shoe, me too. Shoe was another one. Me too. Call me O. I'm like we're friends. Mm-hmm. We're I can't call you O. Why not? Oh. Oh. Oh, <laughs> what for? But I also wanted to say something. So, um, y'all are ridiculous. I wanted to say something to your mm-hmm. thing about not wanting, like feeling like you wouldn't understand anyway. Mm. So I'm just not even going to say anything because yeah. I think that that's, that's a valid point. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't think any, I told y'all that I spoke with my mom earlier this week. Mm-hmm. And in the Caribbean, well, in the, the Caribbean that I come from in mm-hmm. Jamaica, what you said is very true. That idea of like, I'm offended. You hurt my feelings. Soft. Nobody cares about it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I said to her, because she was like, I don't know what would make you not want to speak to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I could have done. <laughs> I don't know what I could have done. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would make you be like, girl, have a good one. Yeah. I said you have been very hurtful over a very long period of time. Mm. And because I have just kind of like laughed it off or taken it on the chin or accepted that this is just how things are, I didn't feel comfortable telling you, hey girl, so you're kind of hurting my feelings and making me feel very small and just crushing the little bit of self-esteem I have left. If you could just like dial it back even (laughs) a little. A hair. (laughs) I could live, you know, Mm. I could be okay. And um, as we kept talking about it and we got to places of me identifying like things that she's done that were wrong and like saying like, do you feel like this was wrong? Well, yeah. Can you apologize? No, because it proved that I said, hold on. Do you feel like this is wrong? No. Yeah. Well, but it's the truth, though. Mm. And Mm. those are things where sometimes I do think it's, it's important to identify that. It's a useless conversation for some people. Some people just really will never understand like where you're coming from, why the errors of their ways, whether their intentions were to be in ever or not, are not okay. And then you end up just being more frustrated in the end and wasting a call that you could have been listening to a podcast. <laughs> Subscribe. So, so I get it. <laughs> oh, comment, like. Not subscribe. I you say things like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean- that was actually a space to be like podcast. Us, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to listen to one. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Your turn. What's popping? What's popping, slime? Fuck that five. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm always coming up with some like grand perspective, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I guess. I just don't know which way to start because I don't want one thing to feel like it's informing the other, but I guess mm. I'll just start here. I was I was watching, I don't know if you guys have seen Who the Fuck Did I Marry? It's a series from this woman on TikTok. I'm on part mm-hmm. 15 of 52. Mm. Um, but essentially she's talking about how she got married to a pathological liar and details from start to finish what happened. And like I said, I'm only on part 15, so I was taking a break. Like she and she's putting them in ten minute clips. So hopefully somebody gives the lady some. Like we get a show written out of this because she's giving us all the details possible for a very good lifetime story. But I took a break and I went on Instagram that you know like shows you the threads because they're really trying to get people on threads and I don't know if it's gonna work. But it was a thread from the Washington Post 
And it said that Alabama has just now ruled that embryos are children. Frozen embryos are children. Okay. What does that mean? So when women go through IVF, I can't even say what IVF stands for. I know what an embryo is. I'm saying what does that say more? So if I decided to freeze my eggs with my partner and now I hate him and want nothing to do with him and would like to say, actually, let's close this project down. Yeah, that's what I'm I can't do Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even read more. I just got this feeling of like sadness. And I guess that's Mm -hmm. something that I've been dealing with a lot. Someone asked me on when I was on tour for the parking lot, which was a really great experience. She said, how do I deal with my rage? And I was like, I don't know if I get angry anymore. I get sad at a lot of stuff. Some stuff does like piss me off like it hit. But, you know, anger is a secondary emotion. So when I thought about it, I was like, you know, not even playing into the angry black woman trope or the to be Negro is to be angry all the time. Like if anger is a secondary emotion, what am I really feeling? And like it's it's sadness. Mm. And I saw this creator talking about hopelessness. And what's really crazy is that I'm experiencing these emotions at the same time where I'm having a literal breakthrough in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Like I talked a lot before the holiday about how I was going through a season, how things were different for me. And I was trying to move out of my apartment to save so I could buy a home because I just felt the amount that I was paying on rent for the circumstances I was in was ridiculous. And I could be putting this into a home, something that is investing back into myself. And in the grand scheme of things, I didn't have to change anything. And, you know, God was working on my behalf and I was learning a lot of things spiritually and growing very much spiritually and now that i have matured in certain ways god is rewarding that and i'm getting back to the place i'm used to being and even like further than that doing some things i never could have imagined myself doing and i'm in a really good place but at the same time the world is not right and i keep getting reminded of that and i'm just really like i did a i did a ramble video on tiktok but I don't think it's circulating because it's, it's a little bit longer. I'm literally just rambling. So I don't mind repeating it. And I think it's worth having like conversation with other people about one of the things that's really just getting to me is as I'm seeing the world, op- as I'm seeing worlds open up for me and watching the world literally close for other people, because the verdict, the ruling in Alabama doesn't affect me immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, out there with I'm not in there with IVF babies and I'm considering and I've just decided I don't want to go forward like it's not affecting me personally but that's affecting people like deeply and I just feel really torn because in the direction I'm going it's very difficult to just Siri girl nobody is talking to you and that's the man. He always be trying to keep you down. He always be trying to distract you from what's really going on in the world. <laughs> um, but anyway, child. But it's just difficult to... I'm going to say it like this. I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast before, but I brought it up to my partner recently. We were having a conversation. And I was saying that there's always going to be someone younger who feels like you're doing it wrong. No matter how... Mm well you've done it no matter how notable you've come for doing it like when you watch Selma you saw how the boys from SNCC was not feeling Dr. King at first Mm -hmm. you know um and one one in particular just like didn't care how big or how important he was Dr. King wasn't radical enough for him and 
I'm just moving into an arena where I don't feel like people who have been impressed with me will continue to be impressed. Mm. If that makes any sense. Why? Why? Because I want to go a route that makes me happy. That makes me happy. And it's not necessarily a route that will hurt anyone, but I'm not going into politics. I'm going into entertainment and in the entertainment world, there's, there's not a lot of avenues to go in where people aren't terrible, you know? The mm-hmm. things aren't aren't linked to people who are terrible. And so in as much as I've been trying to make judicious decisions and also making meetings very uncomfortable for my management, people who represent me because I'm not willing to do certain things or I want, if a company wants me to do something, I wanna talk about their involvement in this and how I'm not willing to say that. And like, I'm really having to stretch myself to be who I am in these spaces that I feel like I'm called to be in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I say all that to say, like, I'm a person who's made their entire platform off championing for people who have been marginalized, championing black people, educating the world on black experiences, making world experiences digestible to black people. But even to keep that sustained, I feel like I have to tap into the system just enough to sustain it, just enough to keep it where it needs to be so we can have the platform that it deserves to continue to, to reach the audiences. Mm-hmm. When to you keep, say just enough, what do you mean? I just mean like. No more, no less. I just mean. I just mean that it's not as simple mm-hmm. as not engaging the system at all. It's not as simple as carving a space out um, and and doing everything radically, which mm-hmm. is why I brought out the point earlier. Um, I watched Dear White People, the series, and you have uh, Logan Browning, which plays the main character, Sam. And then I want to say in the last season, there's a younger character who comes in who is so obsessed with her. But when she gets there, she feels like Sam isn't as revolutionary as she thought she was. And I feel like I might be going into that phase where people just don't see or understand and that's okay because I definitely think we constantly need new minds who are willing to to break apart the obstacles in front of us even more and more and more mm-hmm. but I don't know man I feel like I'm talking in circles and I just I just there's just been so much going on that I'm like I don't feel like I deserve to be reaching these new heights and these new links and having access to these things when the world is shit what do, you think, really, what do you deserve then, if not that? I don't know. I don't, and, and it's not a simple question to answer because I don't think it, you can look at it that black and white. I don't think that you can. So why don't you free yourself from looking at it so black and white? Yeah, because, all right, you, go you, ahead. You're doing that to you. I know I'm doing it to me, but like when you get, when you have, the amount of people that count on you mm-hmm. to be and do a thing mm-hmm. and to get on your soapbox and the moment they feel like they're no longer a part of the picture, mm-hmm. it just makes you feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But I had to remind myself, even in talking about all these things, like there are people who paid Dr. King dust. Mm -hmm. There are people who felt like Malcolm X was not doing what he was supposed to be doing as a revolutionary that he was. And as long as I remember that, and I do what I am told to do, Mm 
in terms of from yeah. God, not mm-hmm. nobody else. As long as long as I'm walking the footsteps he's put in front of me, I'm fine. I guess I'm just scared that I'm going to let people down. So um, you're not talking in circles, and it's actually really crazy. I just saw a post on Instagram that describes exactly what you're speaking about. I'm going to pull it up so that I, I don't misquote it, but essentially what it was, it's an art exhibit that existed, um, I think it started like in 2014 or something like that, but I'm going to show it to you, and then we can go ahead and put a visual up when we show the people but you see what that is mm-hmm. so what it is it's um it's our piece inside it's titled can't help myself okay. and it's programmed to contain the hydraulic fluid that you're seeing on the floor that keeps leaking out and so what it is it's like this big machine that keeps leaking out fluid and every time it leaks out fluid it's programmed to make sure that it brings it back in so that it can survive right mm-hmm. but it also is programmed to do a little happy dance for people like who come Mm -hmm. and see the exhibit. So when it senses that people are around, it does its happy dance, right? But as the exhibit went on, because this exhibit existed for a period of years, the arm started to get less, like it it started to wear out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it didn't have as much energy to do the happy dances. Mm -hmm. It now spent most of its time leaking out the fluid and trying to clear up the fluid, right? Mm -hmm. Got to the point in 2019, the machine died out. Mm -hmm. It couldn't do it anymore. But the entire time, the machine was battery operated. It never had to actually do any of that. It never had to actually keep those fluids in, right? I'll and right now. so when I listen to you and I think about us in the human condition, a lot of times we're spending our entire lives doing a thing that we think we're designed to do, not recognizing that there are things that already exist in us that really don't require us to have to do any of those things. Mm-hmm. Somebody just made it up. And I think you're on a really great path of recognizing that to say that it feels strange because I'm deprogramming myself to do something that feels more internally right and I may lose people along the way, but I gotta do it anyway. But it does feel weird. And it's it's that moment of doing something that is opposite what you, not your nature, but what you've been doing for so long. So I get it. That was really beautiful and thank you for that. And I, I appreciate what you just said because it also just turned on the light bulb that I know full well, like in my common sense brain, that I'm never going to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. That in fact, today, there are people who hate me. <laughs> in yeah. fact, today, there are people who dislike messages that I put out because I feel like I'm not telling the whole picture or, or my perspective on blackness and their perspective on blackness. And I know that. I just feel like I'm in such a, I forget what they call these seasons. I, I feel like it's another buzzword or a trendy thing, but like, a moment where you're breaking through to something else it feels like the the biggest shift that I'll be making and I'm I'm great oh I'll cry I don't, I don't I'm sorry okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm grieving the season I was in yeah I feel like I'm grieving that mm. Because it does feel like a loss. And I feel like it's one of the Mm. types of grief you experience when you see something dying in front of you. Mm. And I feel like I'm speaking very ominously. And I don't want people to think that I'm just like abandoning the work that I'm doing because I'm not. 
I'm just shifting into what it's requiring of me right now. And it's not going to, it's just not going to be as well received as me getting into my parking lot every Friday and, and spouting off, you know, what people want to hear. And I'm just grieving that. That's mm-hmm. all. And that's okay. It's fair. I sometimes think like, why does God allow us to see who we're helping intimately? Mm-hmm. Cause I think about how the call doesn't come from the audience, right? It comes yeah. from there. And so if I was just giving my call and doing my thing with no understanding or visual of who I was helping, I could just continue to feel led and mm-hmm. go ready to go. But the problem arises when I feel like I have an intimate tie to the people that I'm helping, right? Like you feel seen by me, you feel heard by me, you feel responded to by me, you mm-hmm. feel all these things. But again, if I was just about doing what I feel led to do, I was here this week and God told me to go over here, so I'm over here again. But I think we get lost in the consumer of it all. Even now when you just gave that caveat, right? Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not going, that that moment was about you. Mm-hmm. And if we don't stop and give ourselves not just the freedom, but the liberation within that freedom to have moments to be about us again mm-hmm. in the midst of, and I hate to be all cliche, but in the midst of pouring, mm-hmm. you're going to be depleted. So now it's going to be a catch 22 when you're not, what they need you to be, but you're also not who you need you to be. Mm. Right. And then what happens? You know what I'm saying? Because I think so much about how a lot of people who are in positions of advocacy, activism, the things, people tend to latch on and then start to direct you unknowingly. Like yeah. y'all kind of started to steer where I went and the comments reflected what I should say next and the this and the that. And mm. so whether you had a plan or not, it's like, dang, well, I kind of, had a had a plan that I wanted to do this for a couple of years and then kind of, you know, do my over here, do over here, da 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 which I actually did an initial question because it's like, well, everybody else gets to maneuver and go in and out and the things, but you. But you don't. It's not fair. Even now, I tell you often, like, influencer space or the brand partnerships is my nine to five. Mm-hmm. That's not the dream. Mm-hmm. But for some people, that's the dream, which is fine. But that can't burn me out. So I have nothing to give to the dream. Yeah. Uh. And I was just going to do a little ditty at the end, but I feel like you're talking so much about why I started Vane. <laughs> um, yeah. If you don't know, Vane is launching on this Friday, the, tw- the 23rd. Um, Teacups and tea and bath tea and candles all be available. But yeah, I still feel like that's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. The concept is real. It is solid. But it's something that still has to be practiced and that's allowing it to be okay to be about you. And I even think I'm um I don't know what not really shooting myself in the foot, but hanging myself over a barrel because I even did vain for others. I even am proselytizing the message of it being okay being okay to pour into self for other people to take that on, but still scared to take it on myself. Mm because of the the personality or whatever whatever pedestals people put me on I'm in constant constantly put policing the amount of humility that I show like publicly mm. so yeah I mean and also because of my own experiences I know how necessary it is but it's that thing of like are you taking the medicine that you're making mm. Mm. you better be a poet and is you know Mm-hmm. So this will be a journey for sure. Like I, I don't, I 
can look good in a promo. I can feel the vibes. I can, mm-hmm. I can play the part, but it's difficult to practice in real time because it's just such a nasty projection people put onto you when you start to get a little selfish. What are some ways you're trying to practice that? So did you want to embarrass me? Oh, 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 no. I, I said work in progress. Oh, do oh, okay. I try? You got you. We're trying to try. Know. I heard you. We're trying to try. Got um, it. Okay. But yeah, no, there were sisters. <laughs> no, seriously, I think, I think getting to the place of being okay with it is the way I'm trying. Mm. That's the way I'm getting there. That's good. You know, um, I think <laughs> most recently I've been turning questions around to my team. I've already been working on things like delegating, but really cutting myself out as a middleman. What do you think should be done? Well, let me let me know when you guys figure it out. You can bring it to me at this time. Um and standing in the awkwardness of that, like even if it's over text and I'm like, uh, I know it's probably going to f- feel like I have an attitude, but I need you to start practicing getting it done without me because mm. I need me. Mm. I need me to be my fullest me, to be the best me for others because I am nothing but a servant. I, I did the gift that I have isn't for me, isn't for me to hoard to myself. And even on the tour, that was one of the best feelings. Not that, and my boyfriend made jokes as he's my DP and he traveled with us and I would never stop and get stuff out the car. That's not my job to get stuff out the car. (laughs) At least not right now. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But it felt so good from the tour, from from the promotional shoot we did for Vane to have people who were professionals, who were good at what they did to all be doing their part and I just had to be the talent and even in the last shoot that I did that was the most confident I've ever felt in front of a camera because I wasn't worried about the production schedule I I had time to you know practice a couple things in the mirror just like really get in tune with the camera because I'm also not worried about the next move and the next move when the models are getting here and how things need to be posed like I'm just here and I'm just present and I think that's a big way I try to be vain right now is being fully present so I can do what I'm supposed to do. You can be good at a lot of things. You can be great at a lot of things, but you do yourself a disservice. We do not give all the attention to the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to apply that. It's easy. It's much easier to apply that at microcosms like projects, things that have beginning and an end, but to life and the way that you move, it's just much more difficult for me. And you know, Maybe I'll try more by posting and leaving, by not coming back to engage or whatever, but just doing and going because these these moments will ebb and flow. They will come and go. Um, And so will people. But yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for reminding me. I I mean, you're better to others when you're better to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's just how the game goes. And Mm -hmm. I think um, listening to you felt reflective for me that's why i just was asking questions to legit get your perspective on how you're managing um because i too came into the space kind of similarly right like advocating for queer people and then people were like you stopped inside of getting dressed <laughs> you know what i'm saying like right but it's like wait a minute you, you know i'm saying you every wednesday we were talking about different microaggression and the things and it was but again i'm, I'm not i'm not gonna be no good to you if mm-hmm. i'm not good to myself and also i have to acknowledge when 
I also not this is not, not not for you, but for me it was like I have to acknowledge that I have to switch to switch it up a little bit, right? Like not just from an aesthetic perspective, but from like I don't have a lot more to provide this subject matter. Mm. I'm more vast than this. Mm. I'm more expansive than this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm. people have a funny way of saying, "Well, this is how I'm helped by you." Mm-hmm. So continue to help me the way you've been helping me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got a whole bunch of other folks I can help too, that I can speak to. And how I'm gonna help you? Ain't nobody paying me to help you, and I got the bills. I said to be, be sustained. Paid. Come on now, how am I get the there? Bills want to be paid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like, oh, like no, like I needed. To, I felt seen by you, mm-hmm. and when you leave, I no longer feel seen by a person, mm-hmm. and I recognize that being a really real thing for you. However, there's so much more that I have to provide to this world. And I think giving yourself the grace and the space to do that is such a luxury. And I think even in the luxury that you're in now of having the space to and the team to and the things to giving yourself a little bit more like, you know, like big ups. Like that's big. I think small. You know what I'm saying? And I think like as you navigate new waters, the waters will tend to turn. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that. I just wanted to say one last thing, too, because I think that a lot of times we focus on the blessing at hand. And we get so married to it that yeah. we don't get to look at the other things. And um, even the people that are like, well, you serve me in this way. I'm going to move out of the way. And then somebody else is going to serve you in a way mm-hmm. you still didn't need, know you needed to be served. Because before parking lot pimping, nobody was doing parking lot pimping. You know, you came and created an, a lane in an arena. And I also say, like, when I personally started following the handle Lanizi, <sighs> it had 1,100 followers, right? And then one day this yeah. girl... It did. It had 1,100 followers. And um, you got into a parking lot and you changed over 700,000 lives. That's crazy. That's nuts. So imagine now you're about to get into these new lanes. You holding on to these 700,000 lives that you changed and then there's millions of lives waiting for you to touch Mm -hmm. them. Ciao. Time for shine. Is there a fear of like not being as great in a newer in a different space? Absolutely not. Do you have a fear? Mm. She's a Capricorn. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that was for the space. It wasn't just for you. <laughs> Do you feel that way? Do I feel that way? Mm. I think yeah. I feel I've always felt that way because yeah. I feel like I've never allowed myself to be great for sin. Like me and Lene spoke about that even with like doing Whole for Maintenance. Whole for Maintenance was the first time that I got, that I sat down and was like, oh wait, let me just be me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can just do a thing for me. I can just be myself. I have spent my entire career being on set behind cameras, telling people, I think we should try it this way. Have you ever thought about this? Doing the emails, doing the that. Like I've, sent, I've spent my entire life being somebody something Mm -hmm. and so this is like and that's why i was so upset not because i was having a baby i love babies i love being a mama i'm not gonna lie it's very cute Mm -hmm. but i was upset at being pregnant again because i was like god i really wanted i'm having a good time I went from 10,000 to 60,000 followers in less than five months like i and that was me being me please (laughs) Like, I I really want this. <laughs> this time is shine, and now you took it. You know? <laughs> so, I would just like um, to say that um, <laughs> I've been just been trying to, yeah, time be shine. What are y'all talking about? 
I'm the dropping the gas tire, bitch. <laughs> the, the name hell? of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> time fish shine. Yes. Just let it roll. Who is that? What are they? It's your time. It's 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 where your moment. do you get it from? Oh, 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 I got oh, it from oh, oh. Obio. Obio, where did you get it from? Somebody Caribbean. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Help. It's been. We've I just been was on trying to play. I know, and I've been trying to play like I've been in on the jokes <laughs> ever since. Yeah. You can always throw one of they were sisters. You know. Oh, okay. We well, have. you know, most of, literally most of my little mannerisms now are informed by this man. I, I think both of us mm-hmm. we just kind of like take our mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get that though. I get. I get you. I get what you're saying. I feel that way. But sometimes. yeah. Yeah. Every now and again, I think. Um, I don't like doing what I don't know how to do. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I'm learning that I got to get over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can be really good over here. Even now, I think even for myself, with each new content, it's almost like I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. Like building yeah. a, building an appetite for a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? And it can be difficult because you're like, I'm used to this viewership or this reception or this what have you, but I'm over here in a whole nother lane. Like, right, you can be the best at makeup and be a terrible dresser. You can be the best at speaking but be a terrible whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I find myself being be, be okay with being new mm-hmm. and continually being new. Because if I'm not continuously new, then I'm stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think I got to be yeah. more comfortable in those arenas because sure. it's about to get really interesting. Ooh. But I be feeling I like it's just when you're used to getting, like, applause every time you do something and then you go into something new and then you don't get the applause that you're used to that'd be the part for me the real tea yeah. is when you get booed yeah <laughs> for sure get silence boo <laughs> <laughs> you look a fool <laughs> for sure i do feel that i do feel that especially with the social content and i'm and i'm really self-conscious about it because I don't know. I get this feeling like the people don't care about the girl. Mm. They care about how seen they feel. And if I'm not mm. doing something that reflects their experience, girl, what is this? Mm. Oh, you cute. Best of luck. Not my, not my vibe. And I just be like, damn, I need y'all to support this vibe so I can, you know, <laughs> so I can do some other vibes. Um, so I do feel that way. But I do think in terms of branching out into other spaces and doing more of what's familiar to me, just a new avenues i'm totally fine with that but yeah. trying to get, you're right trying to build another audience because you do get the silence yeah when you keep refreshing the page and that play button still says 261 it's insane not Wait. thousand yeah. just period yeah zero comments you're like damn yeah maybe should i boost this post i put, I put it in my story <laughs> Boo. When, when, when they're booing is Obio the- had a whole like sit down talk about my content and what I wanted to do and whatever. We went to um, Ross, we went to Target, we got little trinkets and whatever. I've redecorated my whole loft. I woke up early in the morning, I did the content, recorded the content, the brand reached out to me. We want you to be an official ambassador. Don't piss me off, Sam, don't piss me off. I look. (laughs) (laughs) I looked (laughs) at the views on this content. Oh no. So I'll never do it again. Okay. What was, what was <laughs> Let's shut it down. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to what, what I, were the views? I wanted to give up. My YouTube. It was like four hundred yesterday. 
It's eight sixty six today. It's it's striving towards but, one thousand. But I'm gonna boost it. But okay. if eight hundred and sixty six people saw you in person, oh, yo, that's a please, lot of please. people. Let's keep okay. it hot. Please. All right. I'm just being honest. If it would still be a time to shine. If 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 eight hundred and sixty six black clock people within your face, you will you would have to. Here's the real tea. 866 um, child, I wanted to do a um, a Negroes online. We'll definitely get back to a regular episode uh, structure next time. But I wanted to give us a beat to talk about the Negroes online. Absolutely. Um, the energy is already hot, and I know we have some things to She's rehash. Not about to our jingle. One, two. Three. Niggas online. Oh, yeah. yeah, I swear, please. He never wants to do it anymore. I don't know what the key is. Here we go. I music, don't. Now that I have music, now that I have music is music crazy. Guy, like, as an artist, now that I'm a recording <laughs> artist and I can't get with y'all. Um, <laughs> and to be Grammy nominated, it's been a blessing. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting it, you know. Um, when I told them, Did I said, you guys, just. Give it to Victoria Monet. I'm not tripping. You okay. know, I think she's a sweet girl. You know okay. what I'm saying? I like her tunes. So just give her my. So that's she was only supposed to win two, but I ended up giving her one because. What were you guys saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's going on? Niggas online. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. I wasn't going to miss that moment. Okay. So. No, I was trying to make sure I didn't forget something because you know how people be getting Grammy nominations because they got a credit or two on something so i thought we missed something and it was foolishness um he did say what he said okay some of y'all don't belong in the category and you know what (laughs) what's the online what's what's, what's, i (laughs) love when a man get up there and say the things that need to be said and what was so funny to me is that he didn't he didn't get up there and say it like he was saying some speech like he wasn't even like this is a this is a critique for the thing. You know, some of y'all don't even belong here, you know? Um, and she got all the Grammys and y'all don't give her best album yet. Like just kind of rattling off. And that's what I love so much about it because it's almost comical. I don't have to come up here. Why would I waste my breath and my energy trying to be serious with y'all when y'all are unserious? Absolutely. Fair. It was him calling Beyonce that young lady. For I love me. that. That was very cute. It mm-hmm. was cute. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Did you have you guys given a listen? To, to the new to 16 carriages 16 carriages Absolutely. I haven't heard that one I heard the fast one it ain't that I'm still not sure what the carriages are I've listened to a couple breakdowns on TikTok but I just know it was deep yeah I, th- I mean I think people are pretty much in a ballpark of the years a set of years of childhood that she gave away even though like the numbers don't exactly match up mm-hmm. um, like 16 she started well, she's been a star since forever, but she got signed when she was 15. And she ain't, she's been recording more than 16 years. Like, I don't think we're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know. And it's Beyonce's business. She's never going to tell us. Correct. You know? 
Um, but I thought that song was beautiful. Texas Hold'em I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. That's I feel, the faster one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel the same way I felt about Renaissance, though, as a person who did, who knew nothing about house music. I was like, okay, Beyonce. All right. You know, release your job. Wiggle. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. And then when it was in the album and it's complete, I was like, release your wiggle. Release your job. You know, so I'm I'm prepared to bust out a full line dance when the whole album comes because I think she's so creative. And I think it's been really interesting to see how the black country girls who are already in country are responding to it. And I think everybody has this tone of, we're really grateful for Beyonce coming over here, but we've been doing the work. And so I really hope what happens is attention is drawn and I understand where they're coming from. Like we've been here, we've been doing the thing. And for someone to come in, especially like a Beyonce who is just good at literally everything, I get how it can feel unfair. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do genuinely hope that the Beyonce effect lingers um, and continues in this way. Because I've seen people say my For You page has been changed and I'm seeing all the all the girls and I'm really excited and I've heard some good music myself. So I just hope nothing but positive things happen because of it. And tired of folks trying to drive with a rift. Uh, but I didn't even intend to talk about Beyonce. Um, all about this, this the online? It was oh. good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh. I just wanted to rehash um, a thing that I called my friends about when it was happening. And that was when Onika oh, got on the that. internet. And I'm sorry when Megan Thee Stallion got on the internet and said, I'm sick of you, nigga. I'm sick of your bitches. His. <laughs> I just want to clarify, mm-hmm. Megan got in the booth. Mm, yeah. And said that, not Ooh. on the internet. I like that. But continue. See, someone is turning their leaf. No. Continue okay. your sentences. I'm, this ain't the part I know, so I'm still here. I, 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 you know all the parts. I don't know the beginning part. I, just, I don't know this oh, part. I don't know what's happening. She dropped his. Yeah, when she, she dropped, dropped his, the record. Never the heard that. Record. I just know the antics. Oh, oh wow. See, internet. But I'll get, uh, okay. I'll, I'll jump in with my time. Okay. okay. Well, yes, yeah, so there's a disc record called Hiss, and there was a line or two very pointed at Nikki, but very devastatingly pointed. And the, a lot of the other lines had to do with men that, like, party, um, what's that boy name? The small one. Oh. Drake. Tory. And the small one. Tory. Tory. Um, the best friend and just anybody else who's had a name in their mouth. It was like a I'm talking to everybody. But again, mm-hmm. there were one or two lines that were very pointed at Nikki, and one of them was, um, "Y'all not mad at Megan? Y'all just mad at Megan's law?" Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's so old to be talking about this, but it's just so funny to me the conversation that we had, and I want to have it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Megan's law is you can't go to the park or whatever, mm-hmm. get your kids or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but pointed at two men in her life and Nikki came to the internet doing a lot of things a lot of things and the barbs were unhinged and I've heard some developments since then not good ones and I'll save those offline for us to discuss but I just thought it was really interesting to see the discourse that unfolded about Nikki herself and my perspective I'll just say that my perspective was I'm not a super fan of anyone um not really not really. If anybody's doing anything that's questionable, I'm going to say, well, that was questionable, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and my biggest qualm with Nicki Minaj is that there doesn't seem to be a through line of expressing her talent through music. There seems to be a lot of focus on side conversations and divots that have nothing to do with her. Um, and just being very mean 
mean to a lot of the new girls on the scene and I can't give I feel like I gave her grace and even when she got with her her husband I gave her grace in that decision because to me for you to marry someone knowing that they have or they're on the sex offenders list that person is filling a void for you that person is doing something that outweighs that status that person is a lot for you and I gave her grace in that and I allowed her to mind her business but I didn't think it was a good look at all period as a female hip-hop artist I didn't and so where the defense came in about oh stop talking about her and her family Nicki Minaj made those decisions by her damn self girl that's a grown-ass woman so here's she did here's it to herself to okay here's my time for shine all right because we also want to clarify why this is tea for you on whole for maintenance right me and one of my favorite people in the world <laughs> were at odds about this conversation. We were, we literally at the end of the night had to go, in order to preserve our friendship, <laughs> let's talk tomorrow. <laughs> and let's not discuss this, this anymore okay. together. Um, so, okay, that point. This is the thing. Unfortunately, as a girl who has, who was a barb since... Nicki Minaj came out and we didn't see her face and we thought she was just some Chinese lady that um, Lil Wayne signed. Because back then you didn't, there wasn't as much visuals as there are now. Damn, I'm not old. Um, But I had to unfollow her. I had to unfollow her because the antics got a bit much. But I will say to the point of the sex offender thing, I think that we really have to understand the law and how the law works. And we have to also know that when people are convicted of things, especially when it comes to being a registered sex offender, there's a lot of context that goes in that. What he was um, convicted for, what, do, do, do you guys know? No. I think you told me. You told me he, I know, he was younger, like 16 or something? Yeah, he was 15. The girl was 16. And he was charged for attempted rape. 16 and 15? Like yeah. switched? Because you no, said he she was, was young. He was 15. He was younger. He was younger. Okay. She was 16. And she accused him of trying to rape her. So he was charged with attempted rape. And he took a deal, like many people do at young ages who don't have resources, family, whatever. You take a deal. He took the deal. And since then, his claim was that that never happened. I was afraid. I was scared. I took the deal so that I wouldn't have to do as much time or whatever it was. And that's what it is. And I think the part where I don't like how every single chance people get to throw a shot at Nikki, there's so many things that you could throw a shot at Nikki about. You could talk about how she's stiff. You could talk about how she'd be on the Internet more. Like Lotto did something like, Girl, do you tweet or do you rap? Because I can't tell the difference. You could do that. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things that you can do to take a shot at Nikki. I think it's a low blow. I think it's whack. I think it's tired that people keep coming for this man as if he's a sex offender because, and and I'm going to get to that part too um, about what he did because he, um, you know, raped a young girl. Like there's been a lot of things that I've seen on the internet about that. Like he, he, you know, was messing with young girls and blah, blah, blah. Like I think it's just really low. Now, do I, am I also aware of the fact that he has paid this woman to say like, can you stop talking about it? Like, because paid. it's a, they've tried to pay the oh. victim. Him and Nikki. They tried to pay the victim, him and Nikki, so that she could stop speaking about this because it kept affecting their lives. It kept being a topic of conversation. It was something that they wanted to put behind them. She's talked about how it really did happen and this has really hurt me and this is my story. And you know, so they've been at odds for that too, again. 
that is their business. She's a victim. And at the end of the day, when a woman says that she's been sexually offended, I don't give you gonna have to give me proof before I'm I'm not on her side. Like she says she was she was assaulted and that's just what it is. Like that's what it is. Um, so yeah, there's 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 a whole mess of that. But I just hate how like the conversation keeps going around like something that it's not. Like that's that part to me is just the same. Well those those two things aren't lining up for me. Which part? So if he deserves grace because he was young and he took a deal because he was afraid, but she oh, no. insists that yeah. it happened, then the conflated idea of the story is he still did a thing to land on the offenders list that hurt somebody. Correct. And so that is what I'm saying. But I don't think I'm a, a terrible person because my man at 15 years old got it, you know, was in a situation with someone where he wanted to do something and, and passed her boundaries and then served his time for it. Because like I said on in the group chat, there's a lot of grown ass men that are still doing that today that don't understand the signs of no, the sound of no, the physical no, mm -hmm. they keep going. So I don't feel like that makes Nikki a deplorable person or that's something that she has to be given grace for because she married a man who served his time for a mistake that he made. I don't think that has anything to do with her character. Now, if he was a sex offender because he was molesting little girls as a grown Which man. Which brings me to her brother. So what do we say about that? How is that? Is she supposed to stop being What the brother do? Same thing? He's, he was he was molesting little girls mm -hmm. or a little so girl. The, but the Megan's Law line was about all of it and it just seeming like I just feel like will I get on a track and whisper threaten <laughs> you because you talked about my family thank you Sam no thank, but thank will you, I Sam. <laughs> thank you Sam but will I beat you up for sure for sure and mm -hmm. why am I and to me it's like yeah it's gonna get physical especially because I'm I know I'm dating this man while I'm dating this man because he got access to people who can hurt you so would I probably do something crazy like that because I'm offended and hurt Maybe, but would I do all those shenanigans and have people who follow me talking about being on your grave? No, like that's corny and weird and strange and God is not happy with you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God like, yes, far. I agree with you that there are so many things that Nicki Minaj could be um, critiqued for. I think that this is also one of them, unfortunately. And if I'm Megan D. Stallion and I discover there's a Megan's law that has to do with this directly, I'm gonna use the line. It's gonna be one of the best lines in hip hop history. I'm gonna, if there is some shit called, I don't know, Lene's prerogative, I'm using it in a poem or some shit. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, I'm gonna use it. But yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, the conversation that we had was very eye-opening to me because I didn't expect this to be at such odds about it. But I do think one of the biggest things about it, the reason why it deserves critique is that Nicki Minaj's audience is one that could have fallen victim to both of those situations, like statistically at a very like large rate. Mm -hmm. And so it can remain a source of critique for her to have. And I get it. As I said before, she had her personal reasons, whatever kenneth petty does for her supersedes that for her just like we started this conversation saying you're not gonna make everybody happy that's what she needs to do for her but i think she should also be prepared and she was not prepared 
as we saw with the diss track that came out, she should be prepared to receive that critique over and over again because it just, especially in hip hop, especially in the game of, we actually used to kill niggas over over diss tracks and like we use that information to put in diss tracks how we killed niggas to get at you. So like on the grand scheme of that, like I, I just feel like it's super fitting and I didn't expect for us to d- disagree on that point, but I- What was my point? Did I have a point in this? You agreed with me. Okay. After you got off the phone, he agreed with me. Okay, I'm just I, I, I'm just a little turncoat at this point because I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> he, <laughs> Were no, they you, sisters? You agree. <laughs> kind of. You agree with her. The only thing he agreed with me on is the fact that like the whole dragging her because what's his name, Kevin? I think it's Kenneth. 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 Yes, because Kenneth is this sex offender who's done these blah 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 when people really don't know what he actually did and i also i want to say like i also hear your point in that's not his whole story yeah that's not who he is as an individual and like Nicki minaj didn't just marry this terrible person as i said three times he's great to her he's great for her Mm -hmm. she loves him she decided this person she wanted to marry and i think it also opens the door for us to have conversation about how people might have made mistakes how people could learn from mistakes but it becomes very difficult and i feel like we've had a conversation on this podcast before about like where our level of forgiveness is and and if we know that a person has had a history of any type of abuse are we okay with that will we be in relationship with them and i think from the outside looking in it just makes for really difficult conversation to have i don't think people are just going to be like oh yeah i i can see that unless they've been in the situation because on the outside looking in this is something we stay away from and this is something we feel especially because men have shown time and time again that they do not learn from their from their actions or that they either become increasingly more violent after the first defense it's just it's a terrible terrain for people like kenneth who may have turned a new leaf and i do get that and i do understand that but on the other side of it as you also hinted to if a woman's gonna say if a woman says that she's done something we're gonna need to see proof that it didn't happen yeah and that's and that's the way the cookie crumbles and that's yeah. something she's Okay, well, so now moving on. Speaking of people who should be on a sex offenders list. What? Yeah. So I have a niggas online thing that I need to share with you guys because this deeply troubled me. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to find it. All right, cool. So there was, have you guys heard about an esthetician? Her name was Jasmine DeMiracle, and it is not her time to shine. Okay. She had her daughter do... Let me see. She writes on Instagram. When I say I'm passing down deeds and LLCs to my creation, I mean that Miss Chloe did her thing today. Chloe is her daughter. She literally helped me wax 24 clients starting from 7.25 to 5 p.m. She made a total of $744, yada, yada, yada. Now, of course, nobody wants to see this video and what I'm about to show you is not the video. It's just a creator speaking in front of the photo that she posted. But here. What? Yeah. And. What? I hope they lock her underneath where they lock people underneath the jail. Everyone needs to be locked up. Because I really try to give benefit of even when you started with someone who needs to be on the sex offenders list. And you said, oh, Miss Chloe waxed 10 people. There's so many places you can wax. There's so many places you and can And when wax. I told Obio the story, that's I think that's where his mind went. Like, so, like, she waxed some arms? I don't know if I think she should be in jail, though. 
The mother? Yeah. I, I think, think all of the, the clients should be on the sex offenders list and the mother should be on sex offenders list and in jail. But back to you. <laughs> but I, um, I don't know. It just sounds like ignorance to me. It doesn't sound like pointed. It doesn't sound like there was any Not like, negligence? Abuse? No. Not to me. Wow. I don't see that. Explain, though, because I can see what that point. Because I, I, I can see a world where if you're a waxer, it's an intimate but not intimate encounter that you do. It's work for you. You're trying to pass on to your daughter the work ethic and the things, and this is your job, and you bring your daughter to your job, and mm -hmm. what you do is wax. And I can see a world where in her brain it wasn't a sexual thing. It wasn't romantic in any way. She's literally putting a joint and ripping it off and sending you to the next, on your way. I could see a world where as a mom, there wasn't any ill intent. I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay for negligence, sure. It doesn't feel pointed to me. I agree with you and I don't see a clear cut form of consequence mm. for this, but I can't. I just can't imagine having my child be exposed to someone's nether regions like that. Mm. You know, I feel like like that's abrasive within itself. And like, I can't imagine that my child would be comfortable and maybe my child is. And if my child is, we need to have some conversations is why are you this comfortable? But that that's something How like looking at the picture. Sorry. Seven. OK, what is that? What, what grade is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Five. The first grade might be kindergarten that is kindergarten so and i'm gonna say between five and seven the people are saying five and i did hear somebody say seven but she's a baby no weird no come on, wait. weird <laughs> weird is in the space don't get me wrong it's very weird i'm not saying it's not weird mm -hmm. i just don't know if it's criminal but it's weird the reason why it feels criminal to me is because children are already developing memories at that time and to have a memory of the time that you had 24 grown people's crotches in your face as you wax them when you grow up and recognize what that What's is traumatizing about that though and i was just about to say i'm gonna okay what were i was just say? about to say culturally there are a lot of things that go around go on in other places of the world that are super normal to kids that are not traumatizing so i do think context matters i just think it's wildly inappropriate here in the u.s that is my opinion but i can literally and like i'm not even trying to sound dense or ignorant but i just know that there are so many forms of work um like kids in southeast and southeast asian countries and in african countries that are, are doing that would seem like very adult things to do but they're just working it's like what labor to them so in a world that's not this one and could be in some other hemisphere this may not be seen as traumatizing and it may be a completely safe environment, but I don't think it is here in the United States. And there's so many worlds and cultures in which mothers roam the home naked mm -hmm. and it's not crazy to anyone, right? But I don't want to see my mom naked at any point in time. But I, mean, I won't be having my five-year-old baby in front of nobody's crotch, me personally. <laughs> but I, I just, I was, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so as I'm listening to you guys, I'm hearing what you're saying. Got it. And I'm understanding the points, right? Uh-huh. But as a person who has these small people, uh -huh. 
I just can't imagine. I and I understand the cultural parts too because my culture is one of those cultures where like my aunties and I was my gonna say, and, you know, it'd be the Caribbeans who be really. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, what's you know, going on? Like, so I get it, you know, <laughs> but there's something about the family of it all and the context of it all versus Fair. like. 24 grown people that I did not know mm -hmm. I was servicing them and also just the it was unnecessary there was an there was another yeah. way that my mother could have taught me entrepreneurship yeah and instead, no, I agree. she yeah. taught this she decided this mm -hmm. I think it's embarrassing it's uncomfortable it brings up questions of why would you do this and that's what's traumatizing for me and this is criminal to you that and you're saying? even Correct. even okay. to your point there are other ways my mom could have taught me entrepreneurship there are other ways i could have practiced this yes i could be waxing arms you could be waxing arms you Mustaches. could be sweeping up you could be doing the register mm -hmm. you could there's so many other things that could have happened there's so many other pictures that she could have put why up. would she even post that that's that's the point that's that's the part that's getting to me why like what's going on that's why I, ignorance i can't give it ignorance obio i cannot because there's not so, like you don't feel lame and that, again that's not the best way to put or, it or but weird. you took the photo it is weird why post it she was posting you her boss there. daughter you looked at it happening you additionally <laughs> took a photo then you press post and made a caption of pride and i don't help needs to be um <sighs> I One think the context of work changes it for me, though. Okay. No. Like, it's kind of like a crowded room watching two 12-year-olds kiss is disgusting Whoa. to me. <laughs> There's a lot. Let's, let's right, not put but I'm going to bring it home. This guy, but if you put them behind a camera and call it Disney, it's appropriate. It's work. And so I'm saying is if you're putting so he just ruined his knee for me. And I'm just saying, me. right? Like, you know, watching Raven Simone and, and whatever who kissed whoever in the schoolhouse and everybody's like, cut. OK, kiss. Lean in a little bit more. OK, you guys are looking romantic. Kiss like this way. Lean your heads like it sounds crazy, but it's work. Yeah. And I feel like in the context of where I just waxing up for fun. Hey, y'all. My, I'm, you know, she just waxing coaches. That's a little weird. But in my mind, in her mind. She's working in the con. Hey, no, 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 no. To the left a little bit. Okay, put it down. Now press, press. Okay, now make sure. Are you comfortable? Make sure you're comfortable. Are you comfortable? Yeah, she's fine. Okay, cool. Now rip it. Like the no. whole. To me, the no. context. To me, I can see a world where this is in the confines of work. It's not romantic or sexual, and she's just ignorant. I'm so happy you said that, friend, because I was traumatized as you spoke about it, <laughs> and so even bringing it back to the Disney part, right? Right. That's work. But if you speak to a lot of the Disney stars, childhood stars that For grew sure. up and you well. ask them, that work was traumatizing. So many of them had their first kiss. Some of them didn't even know they were about to kiss until they got on set. Boom. Traumatizing. Yeah. And when I think about, I will say, one of my first times getting waxed by a friend of mine, I asked her. Was she a waxer though? Yeah, she was oh, a waxer. Okay. <laughs> okay. We weren't just you taking it and she was like, hey, you need it. No, no. Even that one time. That sounds like the, hmm? Do you remember that one time that one person was walking around that establishment? You trying to get waxed? <laughs> no. Let yes, me plan my wax out, that's please. The thing. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> I asked her. I asked her because it was uncomfortable for me. Like, um, was this ever uncomfortable to you at any point? Like waxing people, seeing their private parts and going through. Because people got very, everybody got different types of private parts. People mm -hmm. got stuff do you, going are you on. Like, are you like fully situations? What do you mean? You know, this, is, <laughs> this gets gross for me. Okay. Um, are you, like, you know. 
sick of you? What you are know, you saying? Like, are y'all like, you know, fully like. <laughs> is this happening while? No, while you, you guys will get a Are wax. you asking if I'm naked? Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, this, yeah. this, this, just, just halfway the bottom down. part. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, if um, anyone was wondering if OVO still like cooch, <laughs> the answer is no. That is, that is the answer. No. So, yeah, she said when she first started, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And she used to have to kind of tune herself out to, like, think about other things mm-hmm. or, like, really be talkative with them. Like, it was uncomfortable seeing all of these different people's parts because yeah. I'm not going to get graphic because I want you to stay on this show. Okay. But <laughs> I can imagine that after 24 people, and I hope they weren't all Brazilians, maybe some of them were arms. Brazilian includes the butt too, right? Yes. Oh, I hope gosh. they weren't all people spread eagle in front of this little girl but grown women have different things going on than little girls what do you mean different yeah. things going on you don't want to okay, know okay that's enough and oh, so in their private areas correct yeah. mm-hmm. and so <laughs> Can you, I, I, I won't be grossed out explain that to me what does that mean different things going on different things going on like hair bumps discharge oh oh oh, oh, oh got it got it got it I was like, isn't the same vagina this is just uh, absolutely mm-hmm. not what comes out of it is always what comes different. out of it is different. and what it looks what, like what's is on it different. what it smells like all of that does like, it expand depends as you get older okay it's just this becoming biology How we got here is very is so cute much. for me I've tried I don't to mean I'm it sure back. it gets bigger as you get bigger I mean like does like well, the Oh, that's not a thing. I mean, what do you mean? Well, like for me, when I was a baby, my 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 situation <laughs> well, yeah, was a little different yeah, than yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it grew, right? So I'm assuming yours grows with your size. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> I don't know how we okay. got here, and it feels strangely All right, not guys, okay. Well, thank you for being here. Well, <laughs> what a fun time. Tune in. <laughs> what a fun time. We were supposed to end with a little review of Black History Month, but we are out of time. By the time we come back, is it still going to be Black History Month when we come back? I thought this was the last. Yes, yeah, it will. It will. Mm-hmm. No, it won't. It will be February 27th. Yeah. All right, fine. Well, we'll do an end of Black History Month episode then. And Amen. then we're going to hit you with Women's History Month um, with a little themed content. Yeah. yeah. Are there any opinions of the people who got over over it? Never mind. <laughs> Are there any opinions of people who got waxed? I haven't are heard. Are they less weird than the mother? Or more weird? No, there that, are. People that, they're said, more weird. I'm more not weird. walking weird. into a place. I'm not to say roll back to me. Not, and maybe I should say this I'm to Lene. I'm leaving. Yeah. What are we talking about? I'm leaving and I'm, I'm, ca- I'm calling the police. Oh, no. Okay, no, no. Can I set the scene real quick? Yes. Like, you know, you've relaxed. What are you getting? Whatever. Cool. Lay down. I'm going to come back in. Grown woman. In walks. Somebody. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm Donald. You're chilling. You ever seen. You ever seen. You ever seen how the cartoons be like breaking shit and, and throwing plates trying to run out of somewhere? That's what I'm like. The whole place is getting torn up. When I tell you I'm, I'm leaving with on... your thing wrapped around me yeah. and I will get dressed later because I don't know what Yes, and I'm say. calling the cops. Because in my brain, I watch too much Law and Order and I really feel like now I found out about your child sex ring and you're about to get no, me for no one and I'm running out. I'm calling the cops. I want no parts. You know what? She's lying. This didn't happen. You saw the photo. No, that was the photo she just the, the staged. Because now I, I, I didn't think about she photoshopped the people it. she did. I wasn't thinking about, you didn't find 24 grown women who were willing to let a five year old wax them. That didn't happen. That's it. And that looks like a white man in that photo to me. That is a That's lady. A man? Oh, all right. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. All right. That was insane. 
Is there a heart? Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> this is this hard for me. <laughs>